Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Meets and Beats with your host, Tony and AJ. Season two, episode, who cares? I don't know. Three, four, five, four, I don't know. Four, I don't know. I guess, Maybe three. Uh, I don't know. Who we cares? Should, we no should one. probably have somebody take care of that, keep track of that. Yeah, I think that was supposed to be me, but the ball well, dropped. You know. I can't do all of it. <laughs> oh, I, I came up with something, though. Remember? You did. I can't remember what it was. You came up with, I think, our segment for today. Actually. No, I think it was something else. Uh, last, Yeah, the last episode. Who did. knows? Uh, I did come up with our segment. There's the air conditioner. There's the AC that I didn't Sit think was going to go off. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> oh... Welcome back to the Meats and Beats podcast. I don't think we've like shouted ourselves out as to what people are listening yeah, to. I don't know. In have quite we? some time. I don't think we have. We assumed that they read the title on the app or whatever. Yeah. I was like putting all of the episode numbers and everything in the title before. I don't know if I'm going to be doing that anymore. I think it's just going to be the name of the episode from now on. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Do it like Friends. The one where uh, they the talk one where about they the same stuff again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they talk about meats and dude. Meats. I used to be such a Friends hater until I watched it. How could you be a Friends hater? Because I had never watched oh. it, and like all the people that were always talking about Friends, I didn't like them. Oh really? So yeah. I mean, I I like it. It's a good show. I, yeah. I watched it kind of sparingly back in the day, but then we just rewatched like all of it in the last year or so. Yeah, it's good. This chick I did in college had the entire VHS collection. Oh, I heard they announced a reunion, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, Dang, like they, they finally got money? everybody to sign off, off on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so what are we talking about today, man? Um, Hang on, I still have my AirPod in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy. I bought AirPods, and I don't want to take them out ever because they're amazing. That'll tie into one of our... One of our topics for today. <laughs> today we are talking about commonly debated food debates. Yeah, we decided to switch it up a little bit. We're going to need a better term for that, for the title. Um, yeah. Commonly so, debated like, food. Uh, let's argue. Let's about argue. That. Let's just call it the let's argue segment. Ooh, clickbait. Clickbait. I like it. Let's argue. All right, so today we have a handful of commonly debated food topics and uh, we're going to talk about them, some of which we've already touched on in previous episodes, yeah, and uh, yeah. some are new. Like this first one, I just wanted to revisit visit this because... <laughs> I think you just wanted to roast me again. <laughs> I wanted to roast you again <laughs> and hammer this one home. Which chicken wing is better, a drum or a flat? Uh, the best chicken wing is the fried nugget. That's not a chicken wing, so it doesn't even qualify for this discussion. And the answer is clearly a flat. When I go to Hooters and pay ridiculous amounts of money for terribly tasting food and hang out with the mullet king, Will Billy himself, I'm getting some chicken nugs, and they are coated in in garlic parmesan, and it says wings. On the menu. I don't care what it says. I mean, do you, well, call, you take it up with the Hooters? CEO? Do you call a pig a kolache, AJ? Do you call a pig a kolache? Don't come at me with my own logic. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you call a pig a kolache, you can't call a nugget a wing. <sighs> Fine. 
I'm just saying. Chicken nuts. And the question is, which is better, drum or flat? And it's it's a flat. If you say it's a drum, it's because you're not an experienced wing eater. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know the technique behind it and why a flat is. Do you push the bones out before you bite into it? No. Do you the like whole thing in your mouth and you pull the bones out and mm. you eat all of the meat in one bite. That's what I heard. Yep, exactly what you heard. That's what all I heard. All the way to the dome is yeah, the best way I to saw eat the a meat. Technique, of course, I haven't done it because I don't eat them. But the guy like did like this little pinch and roll with the bones, and like the bones just like popped out of the meat. I'll, actually, I'll pinch it at the top and kind of push down a little bit just to get it started. Yeah, like push it, push the meat down just a little bit, and then bones come right out. As long as they're cooked properly. Cool. If you're eating wings at somewhere that does not know how to cook their wings, then you might run into some problems with that method. Ah. So, realistically, when we're talking about this debate, you got to assume that the wings are cooked properly. Yeah, because well, I would just <laughs> always assume that it's going to be good. I mean, if you're if if your answer to this question is based on whether or not the wings are cooked right, then you're not you're not eating wings at the right places. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a uh, I went to a really nice resort for this charity event. And they had wings on the menu, and they were like, I don't know, 30 bucks or something. I'm like, dude, if you come to this resort and you order chicken wings, shame on you. Yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of wings, if you go to uh, Brickhouse Brewery or Brickhouse Brew and Tap, there's a few of them. There's one in Rosenberg. I'm sure they're everywhere. They're all everywhere. gentrified up. Uh, like right next they, to the BJ's Brewhouse. Yes, and exactly. That kind of place. <laughs> they sell duck wings. Okay. And they are legit, man. Interested? If you go uh, during happy hour, I think like seven bucks for order of their appetizer duck wings, and they're actually legit wings from. How much from a bigger duck. are they? They're they're pretty big. I mean, hmm. the meat's a def- definitely a different consistency than chicken meat. You can yeah. tell, you know, duck's definitely different, but they're like kind of a Asian, like an Asian zing kind of sense. sauce. You yeah. know, I, I I dig it. That was good. My sister has a duck. Uh, his name is Ben Affleck. Oh, really? Get it? Ah, I do get it. <laughs> Affleck. Uh, anyway, duck eggs, delicious. Wings, duck wings. Well, we can't oh, duck kill eggs that duck. Or, I've never we had duck eggs. We can't kill that duck. <laughs> but we can eat the eggs. I've never had duck eggs. <laughs> They're delicious. I'll have to check that out sometime. I'll see if I can get you some. I mean, you might might be able to hook me up like you did with those tamales. Yeah, my bad, bro. you got to <laughs> remind me before, like... The day of, like, it's like Christmas Day, and he's like, hey, you got those tamales? And I was like, man, this is I awkward. Mean, if, if you were a good friend and told me when y'all were making them, I could have just asked then. I, just, I can't tell anybody when we're making them because then the phone starts blowing up. Uh, and I'm like, oh, hey, can I get a dozen? I'm like, no. I'm not doing this to work. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing this because I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm trying alone. to eat these. <laughs> like, I'm not going to sell them for nothing. Like, people sell them. Like, there's so much work. No. I just want to eat them. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't. Did we go there? We might have gone there already. People say tamale as singular. It's not correct. Yes. It's tamal, T A M A L. Yes. Tamal, if you're trying to say it correctly. We did discuss that. Yeah. We also talked about the shameless episode with the, the like rival tamale gangs oh, yeah. that were battling in the streets of Chicago. Dude. <laughs> Things getting wild. All right, next one. Uh, This one's near and dear to my heart. How crispy should bacon be? Now, let me just give a quick little disclosure because I know Tony's going to go in on me. I never eat bacon anywhere 
if somebody's like, hey, you want bacon on that burger? No. Oh, do you want uh, bacon with your breakfast? No, I don't. Because I know more than you about cooking bacon. (laughs) (laughs) And I only like my bacon one way, and that is like half a second before it's completely burned. So the answer to this question to me is depending on how thick the bacon. Mm. The thicker the bacon, the less crispy, in my opinion. No. Like, if I get the real thick, thick-cut stuff from Proshex, I can't do it to where it's, like, chicharroni-level fried, like, about to be breaking into a million pieces. I like to have a... I like to be able to take an actual bite out of the bacon. Uh. So, if there were a scale, it wouldn't be, like, on the extra crispy side. It would be, like, medium crispy. Enough to where the fat's like, crunchy does it fold, a little bit. Or does it break? If it my bacon st- folds, them out. It would have to, like, I mean, it was just be on the cusp of breaking. Okay. Like, not quite breaking, but just right before but that. But that's only thick bacon or thin bacon, too? I mean, thin bacon, I don't mind on the crispier side where it's breaking because it's, you're not getting anything out of the bite anyway because it's super thin. So, you know, that's, yeah. that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I want it, like, I want there to be some burned parts on there. Like, they're part of it's black. And it's just crispy, and, crunchy, like you pull it out, dry it off a little bit, and just I've got my air fryer so dialed in on my bacon that I don't even think twice about it anymore. Like mm. I punch it in like seven minutes, three forty, perfect. Every time. The air Without fryer is fail. God's gift it from, is, for bacon for sure. It is the best breakfast tool that I've ever owned. Yeah. Just saying. It is. I always do my bacon in the cast iron, strictly. I used to, but now that I got the air fryer, man, just so much easier. I just, love it. You're one step away from the Traeger. Yeah, I am. You're right there. Just, I'm right there. Just I'm jump in, bro. In and just the, jump Get in. the Traeger pretty soon. Uh, so you go um, Applewood smoked bacon, hickory bacon. What's your What's your bacon? Maple man, bacon? Turkey generally, bacon? <laughs> I just buy the regular thick-cut bacon. Um at one point, HEB had a uh, Chop House bacon that they were selling. Yeah. And that was the best bacon that I've ever had, bar none, and they quit making it for whatever reason. HEB huh. just probably stopped carrying it because they're only carrying their own brand. It was their brand. Oh, really? It was their recipe, their brand, and then they changed it to some other. They have, like, a new one now. I don't know what it's called, but it's not the it's not the Chop House recipe that they had before. I was, I was very, very disappointed. Dude. But I buy my bacon now at Projects because it's cheaper. Yeah. So. It sounds weird in here when the AC turns off. It's really quiet. Yeah. I'm going to start whispering. If y'all can hear me better, that's because the AC <laughs> our, cut off. Our uh, our podcast just went full on ASMR where I'm just going to be whispering <laughs> into the microphone. Oh, my God. Why you got to um, make it weird? Dude, HEB. Shout out to HEB for killing the game all the way around. Yeah, they like they have like made everything theirs. Yeah, I'm sure people hate them because they're not carrying their brands anymore. But oh yeah, hey dude, but they're making quality shit. It'd yeah. be one thing it's, if they're yeah, replacing if their brands good. with like crap. Like yeah, but their brands are quality quality stuff. Yeah, I mean, man. every everything that they got, I'm, I'm I'm about it. Yeah, shout out AGB. They even have like a a story behind their branding. Like they're they're actually developing into a brand where if you buy this, you know it's not got all the GMO oh, or yeah. whatever it is. I mean they 
I, I read it one time on their website. I read it one time. That's that's neat. Good marketing guy came up yeah, with that. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all sure. Texas. A lot of it's Texas stuff. Yeah. San Antonio. Hooking Boom. it up. I'm about it. All right. Um, how do you take your eggs out of the carton? Um, I didn't even know this was a thing until probably, I don't know, a few months ago. And I was dating this chick and I was taking the eggs out of the carton the wrong way, apparently. So the short answer is one at a time. (laughs) 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 But to me, the long answer is it doesn't matter how I take them out when I'm cooking. I always rearrange them before I put them back in the fridge. Oh, wow. You are extra OCD. Yeah. Uh, I want my egg carton to be balanced. I don't Mm. want it all the weight to be on one side or it could possibly fall. Or if one of the kids gets a hold of it or something, grabs okay. it wrong. I don't know. So you Maybe just put it's them just all in the middle? Either in the middle or if I'm like, if I got four eggs, I'll put one in each corner. Something oh, like that. Wow. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll distribute the weight of the eggs. Were you evenly. potty trained at gunpoint? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how I do it, man. I'll try to evenly distribute the weight so it's not lopsided. Yeah. I usually just... Uh, I don't know. I I didn't know that I did a thing. Um, So I think it depends on how you put them in the refrigerator. Are you putting them in like uh, with the longitude or with the latitude line? I always (laughs) put them, uh, that would be longitude, like straight back. Like straight in. Yeah, straight in. Because I never take the eggs out of the carton while it's still in the fridge, I take the carton out. I set yeah. it on the counter. Yeah, like a normal I get what person. I need, yeah. and then I put it back in. So, so I take all of the eggs from the right side usually, and it's completely all of the weight on one side, but it's the side that I'm grabbing with my hand. That's the heavy side, and hmm. that makes sense to me because I'm going to grab the heavy side, and if I grab the light side, then they're going to lean away from me and possibly fall. See, I think one time maybe I got a bad carton because I had all the eggs on one side and it like folded in my hand. Oh. And after that, I'm like, I don't know. I just distribute them evenly. How? And, and it's always, a, it's not like a set pattern. Yeah. Uh, it's always different. But Yeah, the, the chick that was trying to explain to me that I was doing it incorrectly, I can't remember how she wanted me to do it because I was just completely appalled that I was being chastised for it. How you took your eggs Pulling out. the eggs out Speaking of eggs, and this is a little side note, man. I made <laughs> one of the best breakfast sandwiches I've ever had yeah? over the weekend. I got some of that deli sliced ham. You know, the you get it from over the counter. Yeah, yeah. Got some of that and some homemade pan sausage that a friend of mine gave me. So I did a ham, pan sausage, egg with a little chupacabra, two slices of cheese, and toasted bread. Man, I was in heaven for yeah. a good 10 minutes. So I guess you're not doing your keto, huh? Not right now. Not at the moment. <laughs> was, that a, was that a carb cycle day? Or it was, <laughs> I am off the wagon at least for the last week. I'm or two. on carnivore right now. Nice. Two, two and a half days strong. Two and a half days strong. <laughs> Man, I think you shouldn't say that you're on a diet until you're like two weeks in oh, at least. No, no. You know, like, hey, I just, I'm on a diet. Oh, yeah. How long have you been on it? A day. Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> Since dabbling. Lunch. Since lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've had a cheat meal already. <laughs> Jesus. Breakfast was a cheat meal. Oh, man. Um, so with these uh, fresh eggs direct from the chicken, um, they don't have to go into the refrigerator. They just sit out on the counter, put them in a bowl. 
I heard something about that. Like the U.S. is one of the only countries that they whitewash the eggs. Yeah, probably because they're in a completely terrible environment where they're yeah. coming from in these chicken coops. Um, yeah, it's like a whole thing. Like mass uh, production. European countries won't take U.S. eggs because of how we process them. From Makes what I understand, sense. yeah, mm. like a whole big deal. Yeah. So what we got next here? America. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? Well, this one's uh, kind of an inflammatory one. I personally don't like pineapple on pizza, but I don't care that people eat it yeah. on pizza. You know, it's... I feel like this is one of the most polarizing yeah. subjects. Like, these other ones people may not have even heard of, uh, but this one for sure is a thing. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, I, I don't like it, but yeah. well, people eat it. So what? It's pizza. Throw some shit on some bread and cheese, and yeah, there you go. Um, I am for sure okay with it, and I, I mean, I, I eat it. I don't yeah. ever order it, but if I go somewhere and some people order it, I forgot which one it is at Domino's. It's got like bacon, pineapple, like Canadian bacon, aka ham. Yeah, I think that is Domino's. Yeah, whatever. My daughter that. loves. Loves that pizza. Whatever that pizza, and it's like the Brooklyn or the New York or whatever, mm-hmm. like super thin, whatever that one is, I'm for it. Yeah, like I said, it's not one that I, uh, I'm i like vehemently opposed to. Yeah, I just people don't, are don't prefer coming at it. you. Yeah. Yeah, the first time I had that Domino's pizza, I was eating it while in a swimming pool. So it was even oh, extra wow. amazing. Yeah, I haven't... <sighs> I haven't had pizza in a swimming pool, I don't think. Oh, man, you need to. Yeah, I don't know. Just, like, swim up to the edge, grab a slice. And by swim, I mean, of course, like, I mean, I'm not swimming. I'm just I mean, it may have happened in my life. Maybe I don't know that it was an experience that has stuck with me if it did. But, you know, whatever. Could be fun. Not having to get out of the pool to eat. But Yeah, so many memes about pineapple on pizza, though. I saw one where they had, like, mayonnaise and peas oh on uh, a pizza yeah it was like the most disgusting thing i've ever seen why anybody would do that i don't know the most insane pizza that i've ever made one time um it was a totino's and i made it in either a microwave or a toaster oven so it sucked if it was in the microwave of course and then i had somebody had gone to church's chicken so there was some mashed potatoes and some French fries. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mashed potatoes, French fries on your pizza. On top of a Totino's. <laughs> it wasn't as disgusting as it appears. Oh, wow. Oh, dude, did you see the breakfast pizza thing that I made this I was going to bring weekend? that up Bro. since we were talking about pizza. All right. So if you haven't, look, look at my social media. I'll share it on the Meats and Beats page. Um, I make a like hangover pizza. Day old pizza, next day walk of shame slice pizza thing. And so basically you get your pizza from the night before and you get all of the toppings and you scrape them into a pan. And you cook all of that stuff for a little bit, get it warm, and then you drop a couple eggs in there from the carton, however you pull them out, either, you know, extremely anal or, you know, as the wind blows you. And then you, you know, it's kind of like an omelet, but not really. It just makes scrambled eggs with that stuff in it. And then you take your pizza slices that are now naked, put them in the oven for three at 350 for, you know, whatever, like five minutes or something. And then you put all of the stuff in your egg mix back onto the pizza. 
Oh, wow. Mind this blown. has eighth-year college student written all over it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like the this Van Wilder. This is real Van Wilder There's shit. Van Wilder <laughs> happening. I only went to college for five years at that school. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at, at some Shout point. out Texas State. What did you learn at Texas State University? How to make this delicious pizza. But, I mean, really, okay, so... Um, I don't really have, uh, like a lot of people coming over to eat pizza and sometimes I just want to eat a pizza, but I don't want to go pick it up. And so I order delivery. And as you know, you order delivery. Next thing you know, you're like $30 deep. Yeah. It happens so fast. That's why I never get it delivered. I just go pick it up. I have so many times abandoned my pizza hut cart or my Domino's cart because I see the totals like $27 and I'm like, man, now I still got to tip the driver? Dude, yeah. okay, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to do that. Like, that's too much money to spend on one meal. And then you drive to a barbecue place. <laughs> eat barbecue. $30 on a pound of brisket <laughs> and some pickles. No, so I had abandoned my cart, and I sat there, and I was like, oh, man, you know what? I really want some pizza. Uh, this was before my carnivore diet started. And uh, so I went ahead and pulled the trigger and spent, you know, 30 bucks on the pizza and it came in, and like I got a medium and uh, eight uh, nuggets, eight, <laughs> eight pizza Pizza Hut McNuggets, Pizza Hut McNuggets, <laughs> not wings, they're yeah. Nuggets. And so like you know, I ate a couple of the wings, and I ate you know three or four slices of pizza, and I was miserable, and I hated my life. And then normally I would just throw the pizza away because I know I'm not going to eat it the next day. But this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to save this pizza because it was $30 and I'll do my little breakfast thing in the morning. And I did it. And it Boom. was amazing. And that's where you were at. Yeah. And I, I'd fried some bacon up because um, I was going to make some potatoes to go on the side because there wasn't enough carbs in the pizza in the pizza dough. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I fried up some potatoes, but I, I wanted to make some Wanted to make them in bacon grease, so I had to make some bacon. So I fried it up real nice and crispy, like. Next thing you know, you got enough food for eighteen people. That day I was on my. That day that was my only meal. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I ate it at like eleven, and yeah, that was pretty much it for the rest. Generally on the weekends, by the time I get up, I have some coffee and get to making breakfast. Yeah, it's ten thirty, eleven o'clock before everything's ready. Yeah, Saturday is usually like a two meal day at the most. Yeah. Like Same. one real meal and then like a snack in the evening. Same. Some popcorn. I love popcorn. Shout out Rico's popcorn. And no, you know what? I'm gonna delete that because I don't want anybody else buying it at HGP. I'm <laughs> already so ahead of you on that one, bro. It's it's pretty delicious. Dude, I went and they had a coupon for buy one, get one free. Tell me I didn't have twelve bags of that in my basket. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> I did. And I looked at the coupon, I was like, Oh my god, is there a limit? <laughs> <laughs> there was not a limit. You just throw in cheesy popcorn and yeah, but I get the hatch chili. That one's really good. And I of just course, had the, the nacho butter. cheese. That's on. Uh, I like the regular. They have that huge big bag, but I'm like, no, it's too much. Yeah, no. Well, if I open that big bag, it's uh, it's gonna get crushed in one sitting. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, I just get a lot the regular sized bag. A lot of carbs. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well. Maybe I can stretch this bag out to last two days. But that <laughs> big so. one, I know if I sit down with it in front of 
the TV watching whatever. It's S- gonna, speaking it's gonna of go Ricos, down. Misty got hit with a new one that she had to try over the weekend. Yeah, hot Cheetos and Rico nacho cheese. Okay, she said it was okay, but the people that were telling She's, her that's very Mexican. Uh, the people that were, were telling her about it, on it, too? it was like the truth. Like it was the best <laughs> thing ever. It was all right. I'm just not a big hot Cheeto fan. I've I never had hot Cheetos. I don't think. Now Doritos and some bean dip. I'm about that life. Oh, that's very white boy life. That's, that's white island life. People, yeah. island, yeah. yeah, very white. Got a little sidetracked. So no, we didn't. <laughs> well, we would never do that. We don't, I don't do that, dude. That bean dip is disgusting. I don't know, man. It, it it's only good if I'm about. I don't know. <laughs> Seven whiskeys deep. I, I don't know. Point oh eight AP ABV. How do they, what's what's the blood alcohol level? BAC. BAC. That's the one. Point oh eight. That's point oh eight. That's not very high. Okay. <laughs> Tell that to the state. <laughs> Shout out to Officer. Mm. <laughs> uh, I thought we weren't going to talk about that on the podcast. Next topic on the pizza topic again. This one kind of blew my mind a little bit. Is a deep dish pizza or is it a casserole? So I would have said no about three years ago. And then I went to Chicago. Wait, no. I mean, it's not a yes or no question. Is it a pizza or is it a casserole? I would have said that it's a casserole. I would have said that a pizza is a pizza. Yeah. Until I went to Chicago and had their version of deep dish pizza up there. If it's more than three inches thick... It's got to be a casserole, man, because <laughs> oh, those man. those pizzas are so huge you can eat. I mean, literally one slice and you're done, dude. You're done. Probably five pounds of cheese in these things. I can't even it's say crazy. the word casserole right now for fear of being chastised again. <laughs> Ever since episode one, <laughs> yeah, where, where I alienated house moms yeah. about casseroles you got, not being you got cooking. roasted for that one, bro. I'm still getting it today. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. They find you on Twitter. Bro, they find me everywhere. <laughs> Apparently, more than just your wife, are there are women that are more than just your wife that listen to this podcast, and they are upset yeah. about my casserole hating. Well, one day one day you'll learn. You don't hate yeah. on Housewives, man. No, I wasn't hating on them. I was just hating on the casserole. Um, I'm going to be with you on the deep dish being a casserole. Um, but... When I when we say deep dish, we got to clarify about like Chicago dish. three four inch. Yeah, like deep, you probably like, can't get them in Texas. No, the one I had was in St. Louis, which apparently St. Louis is also known for their deep dish. Yeah. Not as much as Chicago, but they're like right across the river from each other. So yeah, they're not that far. Yeah, but yeah, it's crazy, crazy. Like one slice done, and they're good. Don't get me wrong, but oh yeah, it's like man, at some point this ceases to become a pizza. I mean, it's a knife and fork job. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. I think uh if you if you gotta use utensils, it's past a slice of pizza. Exactly. If you can't eat it with one hand, it's not a piece of pizza in my opinion. Yeah. If you can't at least like fold it and somehow get it into your mouth without a fork and a spoon or fork and a knife. Yeah. I'm about it though. Delicious. Oh, I love it. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't take my uh, <laughs> amazement for not liking it. I loved it. It yeah. was delicious. What was the place that y'all ate at? <sighs> Fuck, I'd have to look it up. It was like if you ask somebody where to get deep dish in Chicago, it's oh, yeah. one the of the most. Spot. Yeah, it was a tourist spot. Yeah, the know? one I had was in our hotel at a um, right across from Bush Stadium. 
So apparently it's like one of the. I saw ones. they opened whatever that I have to look it up, but it was they opened one in Houston. I saw the name up in uh, the Woodlands the other day. Nice. Um, and it, it was like whatever the name Chicago Pizza. And I recognize oh. it. But Is it right between the Whole Foods and the BJ's Brewhouse and a Starbucks? I don't know, but there was a mounted police officer <laughs> on a horse walking around the oh, parking lot. So it's for real then. Yeah. There was a Chicago style. Not deep dish style pizza joint in San Marcos called Sonny's Pizza. Shout out Sonny's Pizza. Delicious and cheap. Nice. I used to work at a pizza restaurant. Did I tell that story? I don't think so. It's called Landshark Pizza in Surfside, Texas. Nice. And we made some bomb ass pizza. We, we did homemade dough. We did all of that. Um, we had a lot of fun working there. Yeah, <laughs> it was one, a lot of fun. One of my frat bros worked at a like, you know, like a, like a mom and pop pizza joint like that one, mm-hmm. not a chain. And we would go in after hours or whatever. He's been fired already, so I can go ahead and say we would go in there after hours, and he would take the extra large crust and make a pizza. Then he would take the large crust and put it on top of that pizza and then make a pizza. Wow. And then take the medium-sized crust. Like pizzaception? Pizza. It was like a lasagna pizza. That's a casserole. That's a casserole for sure. And And then like make a dessert pizza on the side. Wow. The times were good. I learned a lot of my cooking skills working at that pizza shop. Nice. You know, back in the day, I was 16, 17. Uh-huh. One of the guys worked there. Uh, he was like a a trained master chef that ended up getting on drugs and find, finding his way to Surfside, <laughs> working in a fucking that pizza funny restaurant. Funny how that works out. <laughs> it, I mean, but the dude knew his shit. I mean, he may have been high all the time, but he knew his shit when it came to cooking. So I learned yeah. a lot there. I did a... a and the brief... owner, his name was Keith. He was a cool guy. Oh, cool guy. Shout out that guy. Shout out to Keith. He was from Buffalo, New York, and I am pretty sure he somehow was involved with the mob. <laughs> I never got the whole story, well, but I think he was on the run. Too much. I think he was on the run to Surfside <laughs> at one point. Well, well, who knows what his real name is? Yeah, it's it pro- yeah, it's probably not Keith. Yeah, I did a, a brief in the kitchen with AJ segment at the uh, Austin Flying Pizza on Congress one day while we were in the studio. We took a break, and they're like throwing the pizza up in the air. And I was filming some stuff, and I was like, hey, um, can you teach me how to throw that pizza? And the chick, who had definitely just finished smoking a blunt, was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so <laughs> we filmed it, and she like taught me how to, like, I mean, she didn't even tell me to wash my hands before I got up in there. Oh, wow. I had to be like, hey, um, is there, like, a sink? <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, it's right here. It's really not hard once yeah. you do it. Once, it was fun. once they show you the technique, I knocked a big hole in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah you gotta, you gotta I mean, be careful with that. Yeah, I ate the one that they made, and it was amazing. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So, what we got next? Our okay. Here's another. Here's another one. Are burgers and hot dogs actually sandwiches? I mean, technically, they are. I think so. I, I mean, it's. Meat between two pieces of bread, yeah, which by definition is a sandwich. Yeah, I mean hamburgers are definitely one hundred percent beyond a shadow of a doubt. A hamburger is a sandwich. Yeah, a hot dog being that it's shaped as it is and it's not. It's got uh, one. It's, it's, it's got like a one peninsula. side sealed. <laughs> it's, got a, it's, it's a peninsula. Yeah, it's got one side sealed. Maybe yeah. that wouldn't be a sandwich. I mean, would then would it would a hot dog be a taco? Yeah, I could see that. Maybe. I, don't know, I would call it a sandwich before a taco, though. Taco to me has to have some Tortilla? piece of flat, yeah, yeah, some piece of flat bread. Okay, what about like a gyro or like a, a pita? gyro is a taco. What about a uh, a gordita? 
A gordita? Is it more of a taco or a sandwich? A gordita is just a giant round nacho, right? No, gordita is like a corn tortilla that's really fat, and then you split it and then stuff it. No, that's a that's a pupusa. I don't know what a pupusa is. It's it's a South American thing when they do that. Well, no, I don't, I don't know. A, gor- a gordita to me is just a a, a fried shell or no, just a you're, flat piece. You're thinking of chalupa. Oh, that is chalupa. You're right. <laughs> you know what? Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. <laughs> what is a chalupa? <laughs> no, but uh, they call those pupusas at when I was up in Houston working at the car lot. That's mm. what they would call them. They were all from like Guatemala. Oh, okay. That's like a thing. Makes sense. Like, they were making that. them homemade, and they were fucking I'm amazing. Sure just amazing. They def- the definite first ingredient was some lard. I think I told the story, but that was the guy whose sister named their kid Usnave because they immigrated from Cuba. <laughs> you told me that story. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll Tony will tell that story on the uh, on the um, Patreon only. That'll be a Patreon only yeah. perk. Yeah, once we, once we <laughs> you want to know going. why someone named their kid Uznavi? Find out later. Yeah, <laughs> get on our Patreon. Um, okay, here's one that I don't even know how we should segue into it. I'm gonna just spell it out. How do you pronounce C A R A M E L? Caramel. Simple. I think I pronounce it differently every time, and I say it at least caramel, two different caramel, ways. Caramel. Caramelized. Oh, yeah. I say caramel and caramel, but I'll say them at like at the same time. You know. I mean, I I go with caramel because yes, I say caramelized, and yeah. so I try to have the consistency caramel. in the two words that I that I use. You know, I wouldn't say caramelized. Caramelized. Yes. Yeah. See, it just <laughs> didn't sound right to me. I didn't know this was a debate. I guess it's kind of a tomato tomato type of. No, type I've of thing. never met anyone that says tomato. Like maybe Neither Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Well, that guy, he says like, I don't know, fillet. Yeah. Like, I, take I mean, the fillet. I don't know. I, it's always been caramel to me. You know, Gordon Ramsay says the word literally like a million times. I I refuse to watch much. I Gordon only watch the YouTube stuff. videos like on his. I see the memes. Thing. Yeah. And so wait, while we're on the topic of enunciation, is it is it GIF or JIF? It's definitely GIF. It's GIF, right? Yeah, hundred percent GIF. Somebody, I don't care. Somebody called the, it GIF the other day and was trying to defend it. And the guy like, that invented wrong. it wanted it to be pronounced GIF, but oh. he's an idiot. So because you know English, English, yeah, G I F GIF, GIF, very simple. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean. I hair feel like gel, could, gel is G E L. That's hair gel. It's true. But, um, in the word GIF, the G stands for graphic, so it's G. It's a hard G. G yeah. GIF. Not I feel like that could be a Mexican graphic, word of the day. Graphic. Mexican word of the day. Yeah, GIF. GIF. Like I you're wanted, about to offend some people. Go ahead. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted. Uh, I wanted my wife to get me a. TV, but she gift me something else. Okay. Some, something to that effect. Okay. Better than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that being one. Might have to make that for the cover image. <laughs> A Mexican guy. Okay. Before we get completely, uh, you know, canceled by the internet's. Uh, well, maybe we'll go into another one that might get us canceled again. Speaking of being canceled. <laughs> Did millennials ruin everything? 
Unequivocally, yes. Yeah. I mean, with their AirPods and AirPods are amazing, and their cancel culture. Um, I think so. I don't think they quite have ruined everything. I think they're trying to ruin everything. Mm. Um, we'll see in the next few years. I guess they definitely they definitely made life way less enjoyable when it comes to personal freedoms. Like yeah. you can't say what you want to say or do it. I mean, the whole idea of political correctness in the eyes of millennials has just become unbearable. It's yeah. just ridiculous. Like, nobody wants to work. Everybody wants to complain. I mean, <laughs> give me a fucking break. Yeah. The entitlement. But you know what? If you're going to get into that, it really starts then with the people that fucking raised them. <laughs> That's so, true. in reality, <laughs> did boomers ruin everything? I mean, oh man! By well, by giving rise to well, I guess it was the Gen Xers that raised the millennials, right? That, yeah, how that maybe. Works. I don't know. I don't have kids. I'm actually technically a millennial. I'm also I think. a millennial. Uh, yeah. I mean, I got my AirPods right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're clearly <coughs> one with your. I've got Air- two. I mean, you have Apple AirPods. Product. I have two Macs on my desk right now. Yeah. I mean, you have AirPods and and Native American. That's what true. is that? Poncho overthrow. Coat? I mean, I think it's a jacket. A jacket. Pull over. Clear, clear millennial sweater. swag going on. Millennial <laughs> swag. I mean, I am wearing Air Force Ones. <laughs> nice. I'm definitely at least ten to twelve years too old to be wearing Air Force Ones. True. I also have a TikTok. Oh, yeah. Still, bro. No, here it is. Let me tell you. Let me give you my TikTok conspiracy theory. Oh, you ready shit. for this? Okay. I posted my uh, In-N-Out versus Whataburger video, and if you haven't seen it, I've talked about it before, uh, where I go to In-N-Out in San Diego and tell everyone, teach you how a Texan eats at In-N-Out. And you took your Whataburger. And I pulled a Whataburger out of my backpack. Yeah. Anyway, I posted that video. It was like one of the first like four or five things that I posted on TikTok. Right now, it's sitting at like 42,000 views. What? All of my other TikToks, like 300 views. Wow. So what's the conspiracy? That conspiracy was they take one of your first TikToks and they just give you a million views to hook you. You get that serotonin pumping. You see those likes rolling in. You see those followers rolling in. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I probably would have posted that video. And like, if all of my stuff wouldn't be getting any likes, I probably would be done. I'd be like, eh. I mean, to cool. me, the best thing to come out of TikTok is that Instagram page that I told you about. I'm, yeah. I'm going to stand by that. <laughs> it's pretty. And there's actually now a, an entire subreddit dedicated to the TikTok stuff. Nice. Also, that there's some real gems on there too. Yeah, it's definitely a waste of time. I thought we were going to come at millennials from a food point of view, but you went all in all the way. I mean, from a food <laughs> standpoint, what have they taken away or contributed? Avocado toast. Well, Stop yeah. it. Uh, just glu- gluten no, free. No, no, I'm not done. Gluten free. Av- I'm not done. <laughs> avocado toast. Seriously, folks, it doesn't need to cost eleven dollars. An avo an avocado. An avocado costs a dollar. A slice, and that's retail. You're not even buying like a whole and box toast of toast. Is what two like cents? A cent, maybe. Yeah, two cents. A dollar for a whole loaf, bro. Dollar fifty. Stop. That is the most like. Poster boy image of what is wrong with the entire culture in the world right now. Yeah, avocado toast. Yeah. I mean, it's not that good. 
It's just an avocado spread onto a piece of bread, which is probably not gluten-free, you posers. Yeah, because it's bread. It's clearly not gluten-free. <laughs> Unless they made it with uh, almond flour or whatever. Yeah. The flour. Flaxseed. Selling a flaxseed. Flax I'm sure they do. Yeah. Uh, if we're going to talk about the food culture, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's still so much good shit happening in the world of food. I don't know that they've ruined everything in the world of food. They're ruining tacos in Austin. They probably are. They're coming after barbecue. How are they coming after barbecue? Because they're... The vegans? No, they're just making it too expensive. <laughs> well, yeah, the hipster, the hipsters. Yeah, it's becoming yeah Dude. a thing. I don't know. I don't know that I would say they ruined everything on the food level, but not yet. They're I getting mean, there. It, yeah. Well, I mean, you can't even drink a soda in New York City. True. I mean, you can, but you probably go to jail. No, it's just cost more. <laughs> they, it's the way they milk the you money pay out tax. of you. And there's actually there was a whole thing on. Uh, I think Vice or one of them crazy pages. There's people that would, they're like going across county lines and buying sodas and bringing them back. I mean, it's, it's oh man, there's Imagine a black market that. of sodas. You mean that uh, banning something only created a black market for it? Yeah, That's or you crazy. just went elsewhere for the That's wherever so the price was. Yeah, who would have even thought who, that? Who would have thought that? Yeah, I mean, it's not like they've tried to do that in the past. Yeah, ban like, X. Alcohol value of X goes up, <laughs> gives rise to criminal activity. Yeah, need more money to fight off said criminal activity. It's just a bad circle. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's not go down that rabbit let's hole. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. So, we're at the coup de gras of we save the best for last, we save the best debate for last, the best one because it's so <laughs> random. You want you want to say it? Or no, you, you say should it? say it. You should right. say it. So AJ is a pop tart a ravioli? <laughs> Dude, it's still funny. Even though <laughs> I knew you were gonna say it, and we like brought it up the other day. Oh my god, this is it. it like literally, I almost peed myself. So to me, a pop tart is not a ravioli. A ravioli has meat or cheese in it. So you're going with it's got to be savory. Yes. Okay. So now, it's kind of similar to the kolache pig in a blanket debate. Mikey, shout out to Mikey, pointed this out on my way out the door into this room. A Pop-Tart is, however, a kolache. <laughs> it's not a ravioli. It's a kolache by definition. We've Anybody that's listened to the podcast um, knows that we've covered this extensively. No, no, no. It is. No. It's a fruit filling with bread no, around it. No, it's not, but kolaches aren't filled. Kolaches are topped. So what do you call bread that's filled with a pastry? What is that? Just a pastry? It's not. It's no longer a kolache because there's bread over the top. Yeah, of it. I mean, it's like a cream puff or something. Mm, I don't know, man. It's definitely not a kolache. Kolaches are topped. There's no filled kolaches that I've ever seen. Like what are the what are those donuts that are like like jelly filled donuts? It's just a donut. Does a donut have to have a hole to be called a donut? That's no. not even on the list. No. Oh my god. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, um, well, hang on. Uh, I would say that a pop tart is also not a ravioli, okay, because it's sweet and not so savory. On, so on that we agree. But I'm not Italian. I mean, I don't know any like real, real Italians to weigh in on this. <laughs> I know. I, I think they would be appalled at they even would the notion <laughs> that you would think a pop tart is a ravioli. Where did this come from? Where I would did, say I want to trace this back to its origin and find out where this started. I would say. 
physically, yes, it is a ravioli because it is a bread with filling and it's pinched off on the edges, but not because its content makes it not a ravioli. So is, <laughs> could it also be an empanada? Yeah. Is a Pop-Tart an empanada? The Pop-Tart is for sure an empanada. <laughs> like the enunciation Yeah, there. I mean, I think there's some empanadas that also have, like, meat and stuff in them. Typically, oh, yeah. ours, the ones that I've always had were just, like, pumpkin or pineapple. I've, mostly I've had pumpkin. the ones with the apple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. That's, like, new school. Pumpkin yeah. is, like, the old school ones. I had a pumpkin one. Yeah. But, man, where were we going? Uh, <laughs> we were talking about Pop-Tarts and ravioli. <laughs> I haven't had it, man. I had a Pop Tart actually for the first time in like ten years the Bro. other day. My kids had one, and I just heated it up, and they didn't want the other one. It's like, you know what? I'm gonna eat this Pop Tart. It was it was satisfying. I hadn't had one in a long time. I've never had a Pop Tart in my life. <laughs> really, Pop Tarts and ramen, two things I've never had in my life. You're the worst poor college student Dude. ever. Pop Tarts are just. I don't like sweets for breakfast. Ah, yeah. I used to live on honey bun and monster energy drinks. On what? Monster energy drinks and honey buns. Oh, honey buns. Yeah, like from the store. I didn't like those. Everybody yeah. would eat them in middle school at lunch, like out yeah. of the convenient or the snack machines. I never really yeah, liked them. At that point, there was some point in that first semester of college, I took a hard look at myself and <laughs> decided that I was not living right. <laughs> and I quit doing that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah I never so, got into all of that jive. Now there were other food topics that were on this list that I left that I left off that we've already covered, you know, the chilies and chili and beans and chili yeah. no beans, you know, there were some well, other That would ones, be another hour. Yeah, we ain't got enough time to continue to flesh out that debate. Is that a credit card on the floor? No, that's a business card. Oh, okay. There was one that you didn't that you took off the list that I'm bringing back. Oh. Uh, honorable mention. Honorable mention. Which one? Do you eat macaroni with a fork or a spoon? It, is it on the list? It is on the list. Oh, did we skip you it? S- you skipped it, and I was oh. wondering why. Oh, I thought my you bad. didn't want to discuss I this. I threw my list on the floor already. Oh. No, oh, my bad. Um, I eat with whatever I grab out of the drawer. I don't think there's a... Well, you know what? I take that back. Depends on the, the kind of macaroni I'm eating. Yeah. Like, if I'm eating the homemade noodles, like the big, thick elbow macaroni, yeah, I'll use a spoon for that. But if it's, like, the really small, like, box of noodles yeah. and I need to stab them, <laughs> I, will, I will use a fork. Oh, yeah, I'm always a fork uh, because I'm pretty much strictly blue box craft macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And, um, yeah, all about I like fork. making the homemade mac, man. I've never made, a I bag make of, it. A big bag of elbow noodles, a thing of Velveeta. That's where it's ah, at. Yeah. Do that and throw a, cook some hamburger meat and make your own hamburger mac. It's just game changer. It's nothing like Hamburger Helper. Yeah, I've made Hamburger Helper one time. That was too many times. But I like to get the macaroni noodles to go onto the tithes of the fork. Tines, tines, tines whatever they are. The fingers Prongs. of the fork. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, you 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 put a you put a rubber over your fork. It's basically like putting a condom on. Ugh. It's just like satisfying. I don't know. I'm weird. Did you also use your uh, spaghettios to spell out words? Never made spaghettios in my life, man. I never had Chef Boyardee anything ever in my life. Wow. My mom cooked. 
<laughs> so I, I lived on all those a yeah. lot. I, I ate a lot of Chef Boyardee as a kid. Yeah. We, then I never even had hamburger help until I was in college. Wow. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, and, and it was expensive. I was like, "Dude, I can make this for fifty cents." One day I'll make my homemade one, and it'll Ham- change. homemade hamburger helper, yeah, or hamburger mac. Oh yes, yeah. I made that game changer. I made those. Yeah, I don't the box stuff. Eh, not that great. Whatever. Yeah. but homemade's where it's at. Yeah, I guess we should talk about this new record. Man, we we got to right. Yeah. So we've rambled a lot. We, we've rambled a lot. <laughs> so the record we're going to talk about today is the new Ozzy Osbourne album. And what what was the name of it? Ordinary Man. Ordinary Man. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to pay homage to Ozzy, man. This is probably his last studio album. It sounds like it. If if you listen to this album, it is very much a farewell to the world. Yeah. Like, Every song is about goodbye and death and, and hell. Hell and how he's at the end of the road. Yeah, dude. Everything in that album is telling you that Ozzy's Ozzy's not going to be around a lot longer. Dude. But you know what? He might be for, around forever because he's 71. He's probably 400 in rock star years. He's survived every chemical and insane physical anything. Yeah. And he might have for real soul to soul to the devil, and he's immortal. It's possible. Yeah. But... Highly unlikely that he lives forever. <laughs> uh, if now, anyone can, it's him. He's, I mean, it. I was kind of like taken aback listening to that man. I'm like every song, except every for song. the, except for the one with Post Malone, the, the uh, two with Post Malone, yeah. both of them Raid or whatever. Yeah, I like that one. That, that was, was one of my standouts. Um, but yeah, every song was about this being the end of the career, end of the life, end of the road. Yeah, he's headed to hell and. Ain't nothing gonna stop it, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I was. I mean, you could definitely tell he he was putting it all on the line for that one. I mean, yeah. I personally didn't care for all of the songs very much. I mean, mm. some of them were better than others. I think the Elton John song that was my favorite. my favorite. That was my favorite of the <laughs> that whole one album. Was called "Ordinary Man" title yeah. track. Yeah, that one was was really good. Um, but yeah, it was just really dark, man. You know, it's yeah. it kind of made me sad. <laughs> you know, I just just what it was. I mean, everybody has to face the music at some point, but man, yeah. The first track, uh, "Straight to Hell," sounded like I'm gonna have to research it. I should have researched it before I just go off. It sounded like maybe it was a collab with the Muse. Kind of, yeah. Had that Muse feel to yeah, it. Yeah, it had kind of that weird Muse. Yeah, it was it was more like their. Old old school, yeah, Sabbath. like Knights of Sidonia, yeah, like Muse, yeah, it was different. I mean, I thought there was some badass music in the in oh, the yeah. album as it, itself. The music itself mm-hmm. was great. You know, it was produced well. The guitar was just shredding on, yeah. all over the whole record. Um, just you know, Ozzy's Ozzy. He has a very unique sounding voice. You kind of. You know, got to get into it to to jam it. I don't know that I'll listen to the whole album in entirety again, but I'll listen to the stand up tra- stand up yeah. tracks that I liked. I mean, the Post Malone song that dropped on Post album two, yeah, what about four months ago? Mm, something like that. We talked about it. On yeah, we an talked episode. about that. Yeah. Who knows when it was? Dude, days but, and nights don't even. But yeah, they said he postponed his tour for this album too because oh, really? he, he wasn't 
wasn't ready for it. He wasn't well. He's working on nurses. Dude, Ozzy, like, when the show, The Osbournes, came out, he was in really bad shape. Like, everybody was making fun of him, and, like, it was funny, or, like, laughing with him. But, bro, he wasn't laughing. Like He was drinking a lot. He was hammered. Yeah. He was he on was everything. Well. Yeah. And just completely falling apart and everyone for just everyone's entertainment value. Yeah. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame yeah, on a you. A guy that's, I mean, he's been around a long time. He's done a lot of things and he's done a lot for the, the metal world. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think there's too many more, like, in, inspirational or yeah. uh, whatever you would call that. Man, just just the story they talk about in the Motley Crew movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> the crazy shit he was doing, man. Crazy it's, dude. I don't. I, that era of rock star is. It's not going to happen ever again. I don't. No, because of Snapchat. Because of <laughs> all the public video, social media, everything, the court of public opinion, and you fucking millennials, dude. He uh, Ozzy would have been canceled so many. Oh times. my god, yeah, he could not have existed in today's culture. Yeah, I mean, he's a legend, legendary. Yeah. And he's been a pioneer for 60 years in the music game. Not 60, 50, probably 50 years. Dude, who knows? Since the 60s, right? Late yeah. 60s? He got signed because he bit a head off a bat or something, wasn't it? Uh, Is that a real story? It's a real story, yeah. I mean, he definitely snorted ants. He accidentally bit the head off of a bird at a concert. Somebody threw the bird up there, and he just, like, thought it was fake. And so he was going to, because, like, who throws a bird onto a stage? Yeah. And he, like, picked it up and, like, bit the head off of it, and everybody freaked out, right? And it was like, oh, my God. And then he went into some A&R meeting or whatever, and they were like, did you really bite the head off of a bird? And then, like, there was a bat, and apparently he bit the head off the bat and threw it down in the middle of the boardroom table and said, I'm Ozzy Osbourne. You need me. Boom. I don't need you. And the legend was born. Yeah. He doesn't remember any of that happening, I'm sure. I'm sure. Just I mean, he out. probably has just gigantic holes in his memory yeah. of what, I mean, he probably has to learn from the people that he ro- rolled with back in the day Yeah. about what, what went on. Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, what's our scale again? We go over this every time. I don't know, whatever. I'm going two out of five. I'll go with two out of five also. Um, Only because the bar is set so high for Ozzy Osbourne. It is. And, man, I just, I was sad, man. It it bummed me out. I like sad songs, though. These are, like, next level. I like sad. I like music. That puts me, like, if I'm ever bummed out or depressed, I like listening to sad music. Yeah, take it all the way down. Exactly. But this was different to me. This was, like, a sad pity. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sad for him, not not to help me cope with my sadness. You know, like, I just, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's like he's not ready to give it up or, you know, I don't know. You just have to listen to it for yourself. You'll see what I'm talking about. Mm. But definitely the Elton John song was was my standout. Yeah, that's my standout too. I will probably add that to the playlist to pay homage to the to the Iron Man. Oh, Ozzy. Yep. So I hope it's not his last record. I mean, he hadn't. This is the last one he's put out in ten years. I'm sure he's got just a room full of songs. I mean, he could have somebody do almost 
90% of the record for him and just come in and sing oh, and yeah. do that. But I don't think he did that. I think he I actually contributed yeah. to this. I think he wrote a lot of the lyrics. I, I think he actually was, this was his work. I, I don't, I don't take that he just had ghostwriters on this whole thing. No, you know? I doubt it. I mean, obviously he didn't play the instruments and all that, but I, th- I feel like we got, we, we got a work out of him. Yeah. So, um, this isn't a scheduled segment, but maybe you want to talk about it. And if you don't, I'll just cut this part out. Um, you and I have talked several times about like what it would have been like to see a band that's huge in a small club, like before they broke. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should talk about that. So like what band? Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe well, not what band, but like imagine if you saw like black Sabbath in some, you know, underground basement bar in England. Like a before they were famous. Right, yeah, right like right before they were gonna break. But like they're you know, they're no one. Yeah. There's like ten people in the room. How yeah. amazing would that be? Like Yeah, we've talked about it. My dad actually tells a story. He saw Z uh, Z Top's first ever live performance. Yeah. Is what he claims uh in Corpus Christi for a quarter or some <laughs> shit. Like he paid twenty five cents to get in the door and didn't know who the fuck they were. Yeah. Turned out to be ZZ Top, you know? It's crazy, dude. Now, I mean, that's the appeal of live music and, and getting out and supporting local music venues to yeah. me. I mean, you never know who that next next person that's going to break is yeah. going to be. Like, how many people watched Chris Stapleton and thought, this motherfucker is the truth yeah, before dude. he got famous? Yeah, like, what took so long? Exactly. Like, like somebody fucked up. Yeah, or like going into some coffee shop and hearing Jack Johnson. Yeah. Like, how do you not know he's a star? Right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know people's voices mature and they get better at singing and stuff. But, like, usually it's just a natural raw talent that someone has that you can hear it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's like I said, that's the appeal of going to going to smaller bars and smaller venues and catching a lot of the small acts that are that are going around because you never know when you're going to you're going to see that. Yeah. The. uh what made me think of this is there's a band that's from El Campo that I was telling you about earlier called The Youngins. And when I went and saw them at Sunnyside, which is a very small bar here in town, I saw them and I was like, I wish I had a million dollars to just give them so they could go make a record. Like, I, if I ever become flush with cash and independently wealthy, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to all the smallest bars see bands that are completely pure and amazing and just give them money. Like here's Start your, own here's label, your man. record. Yeah. There you go. That's how a lot of record labels were born. Yeah. I mean, there's that greed. Oh, that. Yeah. But <laughs> the greed, if you watch later. that hip hop evolution show, I keep bringing up, they, I mean, a bunch of those people started their own record labels yeah. and they were hustling tapes out on the street back in the day, selling mixtapes for. Yeah, but I don't want them to have to do that. I want yeah. to just you give, just them, give the money. them the creative freedom. I want you, hey, here, but, how much money do you need to go make a record? How much? How, you want how much to? of the art is born out of that struggle? Uh, probably a lot. How of much it, of the I, art is whatever. born out of I that struggle? I want to give them, but so many people don't get to do it, not because they're not good, because they just like can't catch a break. Like, would Sturgill have ever wrote "All Said and Done" if he didn't? have to go out and, and do that so grind. you're saying i'm gonna ruin the music my I'm idea just, ruins art <laughs> i don't know i mean i'm just saying like part of that is the the process and and yeah a lot of people probably don't make it due to how hard it is but 
you know, they, that old saying, pressure makes diamonds, I guess, is, is true. what rings true. But how much, how much of that creativity is, is born out of that need to keep going and that drive yeah. to get out of the situation that they're in? There's a Guy Clark quote that says, do you want to be an artist or do you want to be a star? Exactly. Uh, that, that makes perfect sense to I'm me. I'm still going to do it, though, when I get insanely wealthy. After I get hair plugs and a Rolex. Yes. First thing I do when I get paid, hair plugs. You got to. If you, if, you, <laughs> if you do that, you have to wear the big, giant 80s glasses. Oh, 100%, bro. Yes, in a sports suit coat, like or like the Adidas coat. Oh, a full jumpsuit. Yeah, full jumpsuit. But anyway, um, I just wanted to touch on that. Also, uh, the youngins are playing at Sunnyside this Saturday at 930. Might have to check that so out. So if you want to go see a band that in five years you can say, oh, my God, I can't play, believe they're playing at this arena, and I saw them five years ago in a dive bar, come out Saturday night. I'll have to check that out. I got a baby shower thing to go to. but then I'll <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to edit that out because I don't want anyone to know that. Anyone on this podcast. To know that to I care about shower. my family. It's yeah. for my brother and his fiance. So Shame on, is it Joe Bob? Mm-hmm. Joe Bob, shame on you for putting any man through that. I know you don't want to do it. You're just doing it. Well, here's the deal. It's and, a, and what's <laughs> up with gender reveals? Here's here's the deal. It's at a Millennials bar. have ruined everything. That's the end of the story. It's at a bar. <laughs> okay. And seafood restaurant. Oh, my God. How do you pretend to care at a gender reveal asking for myself? Just <laughs> kidding. Just no one invites me because they know <laughs> it's stupid. All right, let's go eat a steak. Let's do that. It's time uh, to hit it up. Follow us and whatever. Yeah, you know what it is.